Hello, humans of the earth, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day. My name is Heidi. And my name is Dana. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Today we will be discussing some of the latest positive news stories, but first we have our lovely tweet of the week. And this tweet, it just... There's a lot to unpack here, okay? I first saw this on Pinterest of all places. And when I saw it, I would just, I wasn't quite sure how to react. I just kind of sat there staring at it. And I'm not sure if this was meant to be taken seriously or if it was a joke. But either way, it was just very, very transformative. It was a key aspect of changing my life forever. And it comes from at Sock Vivo, and I will definitely watch Sock's music videos. And it goes like this: It says, "Worm." Okay, you have to listen closely because it's just it's the level of thinking here is just so complex. And just pay very close attention to what I'm about to state. You'll need big brain energy. Yes, you will need the biggest of the brain energy. It says. Worm eats dirt, bird eats worm, man eat bird. So that's just a simple food chain. And then it says, notice that at each level of the food chain, about 90% of the energy is lost in the form of heat. We cut out the middlemen. Join me, eating dirt, to become a being of pure energy. (laughs) This is like one of my favorite tweets that we've ever done. I think, I think, you know, it's up there, you know, it's in the top five list. I just, I just don't know what to say. I don't know whether there are people that are actually believe in eating dirt to just achieve 100% energy, the highest level of energy possible. I don't don't know know what to think. I don't even... I I understand the thought process, but the thought process in my mind is flawed, but I don't know if I'm just have too simplistic of a mindset to understand that. I don't have the sufficient big brain energy, but I don't know. I, I love think- this. It's like, I don't know what to think of it. Like, it's supported by lots of evidence, but it's like so like out there. You the know? evidence is there, but is the evidence worthy? I feel like... There, when I was in elementary school, there was a kid in my class who just ate dirt. And now I'm wondering if he had this purpose in his mind, if he had this sort of mindset. So if he wanted to become a being of pure energy and eventually just rule the entire earth because of that, the amount of energy that he was bringing into his body. I don't know. I'm confused. So we sat here. I read it. We digested it, and I don't know what to think of it. But this you know is what? a thing that's going to sit in the back of your mind forever. Yes. But please don't eat dirt. That's not good, and that's what we and we are not recommending mm-hmm. that. No, sir. Nowadays, people they drink like monster like energy drinks. But no, for the next our next revolution will happen when we get high on dirt. Yes, we should just eat dirt with every meal. Or have like liquefied dirt and just 
eat that instead of monster energy drinks i don't know i'm joking i don't know what the tweet is joking but i am joking please don't eat dirt very not good dangerous and very dangerous let's proceed (laughs) to the next news story which heidi will introduce us to yes indeed and dana made me realize i had a tiktok addiction you know I was very addicted to TikTok, and that's where I got all the the past news stories from. But today, we're going to switch things up. This is an article. I'm so proud of my- We love sobriety. Yes, we love sobriety. (laughs) We love to switch it up. I'm currently two hours sober of TikTok. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Heidi. You've made so much progress. Thank you. you. (laughs) This news story takes place in Washington State, not Washington, D.C., so keep that in mind. Okay. mm -hmm, Just- Keep that in the back of your head. And <laughs> okay. this, this is very recent. Um, now with the coronavirus, a lot of people are out of their jobs, so they don't have any work to do. Mm-hmm. And obviously the government helped us out, gave us our $1,200 check for per, per adult human being. Yes. Kids not kids don't get $1,200, but adults do. And this lady, did, this lady decided to use her stimulus money to cook lasagna. For more than three months and is still going for random strangers anywhere everywhere for free for free that's amazing you know if i had the stimulus money i would probably also make lasagna mm-hmm. but it would be for me and yeah. it would all the carbohydrates would just go in my body and even though i would gain a lot of weight i would be very happy on the inside but i admire this woman for sharing the happiness within the layers of lasagna and sharing it with other people that's so good she does not discriminate because she dropped them off uh for essential workers at the local police department and fire department the hospital and even prison so she does not discriminate and we love the love we love the love Mm -hmm. that is a potential motto Mm -hmm. that we could use i don't know mm -hmm. but we love to see it yes and she became so big and someone people wanted to fundraise for her because ingredients are not cheap, you know, they're they cost money. And mm-hmm. for her to be giving these out for free, she needs money to keep her operations going. So the Gig Harbor Sportsman Club offered the use of their huge clubhouse kitchen for free for her to use. And she said in her in her words, she says the the world as we know is falling apart. But my two little hands are capable of making a difference. And that's very true. That's so cute. You know, I'm also thinking, like, the amount of time that she must have invested in this. Can you imagine making 1,200 pans pans of lasagna? Mm -hmm. That's just so time-consuming. Yesterday, I was trying to make mac and cheese, and I almost, like, burned everything. So the amount of skill, the amount of energy, the amount of dedication, and the amount of time that she took out of her day to do this, I, I have uh-huh. to stand. It's just and, another and- level that I am unfathomable. It, it I can't process in my small peanut brain. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, these are pans of lasagna. It's not a slice. And a pan of lasagna can feed a family for ho- who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we love her. We love this lady. I forgot her name, but it's going to be linked in our website, so you can check that out. Yes, if you want to read more about the iconic lasagna lady, you can read about it on our website. We love to see it. Moving on to our second. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, moving on to our second news story, we have 
A senior home in Brazil creates a hug tunnel so visitors can embrace their loved ones. So as you know, the current pandemic has been especially hard for elderly people who are advised to rarely go outside and follow strict social distancing guidelines because they're one of the more vulnerable populations of COVID-19. So for those who are in care facilities or nursing homes, I don't know why I say nursing homes, nursing homes, it can be kind of hard because your friends and family can't even visit you in person. So a care home in Brazil has come up with a creative solution to this. So during Mother's Day at this care home, there were 28 seniors that were living in isolation and they basically had no visitors and they were sad because nobody visited them on Mother's Day. And that's just so tragic. Like they're just sitting there all sad. So the staff members were like, we should do something so that the seniors at our care home can connect with their friends and family, but also keep them safe from infection. So this is where the hug the the hug tunnel comes in. So enter the hug tunnel. It's basically like just imagine like a plastic curtain, just like a thick plastic sheet that just drapes down, and it has like these armholes. Like there's like a sack on the other oh, side. Oh, I've seen those your before. Arms through it. Yeah, and you use it to hug people on the other side. And I think that's just so cute. And there's arm the armholes are at three different heights to accommodate children and those in wheelchairs. And even though they're doing this, they're still following all the safety procedures, like they're disinfecting um, they're disinfecting the plastic in between the visits, which have to be scheduled be- beforehand. And the visitors also have their temperatures checked, like I'm assuming with those little devices, and they're asked to use hand sanitizer. So I just think that's such a it's such a creative, and it's just such a cute idea too. To like these people, um, these individuals, like they've never. Nothing thing never, but during this pandemic, it has stretched on for who knows how long. It feels like every day is the same, but it stretched <laughs> on for a really long time. And these people, like, they don't really have, like, you're sure, like, you can have, like, phone calls or, like, video chats or whatever, but they can't really see each other in person at all. So yeah. even though, like, we're confined in our households, we can at least see, you know, friends or family, even if it's, like, a limited number, but they can't really see anyone. So having, you know, even if it's, like, a simple invention like this, I think it's just a really cute idea, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that they did this. And as much as technology has helped us, especially with FaceTime and phone calls, nothing really compares to actually seeing the person in real life. So. It's really good, and I said this earlier, but if people can't find a way, they'll make a way, and they really made good use of this this time. Yeah, I remember it was during, when school was still in session, I remember that I had accompanied, I don't remember, I think it was my dad, I went with him to HEB for the first time. Like first time? In quarantine, not in the first time. Oh, but I was like, like, okay, like, 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 No, yeah, I'm not. A person who lives under a rock all the time now um <laughs> i went to hb for the first time during quarantine and i just felt i didn't know how i felt but it was just so strange to actually see people in person because all of my interactions beforehand had been with the same three people that lived in my house and or online like through video chats and google classroom and stuff like that but i had never actually seen like other humans in person throwback to our first episode where the pigeons probably thought that everyone was extinct i felt the same way i didn't know if there were any other human beings still alive on the planet 
So it was just very, I don't think anything compares to like actually seeing people in person. It's just a whole different vibe. It's a whole another different wavelength. And I just love it. I just love being around people like physically. It just like energizes me. I know that doesn't apply equally to everyone, but I like that. It makes me happy. And so I really like seeing people in person. So this gives people the opportunity to do that. And it's so cute. And I love it. Yes. Um, I gain a lot of my confidence and energy when I'm around other people. So this would be wonderful for me. A, a hug tunnel. The hug tunnel. We'd love to see it. Maybe I'll make a hug tunnel. I don't moving know. Moving on to your sure. talks. Yeah. So now we're moving on to our, or not our, my segment. <laughs> I'm Dana's taking time. over. Uh, yeah. Heidi's taking over. She's secretly hatching a master plan behind my back and then she's going to sabotage me like selena selena you know like how there was like a fan club mm-hmm. and then like the president of the fan club assassinated selena okay yeah Going off topic back to science okay back to science okay so as you heard in our previous episode i'm not i can't recall which one it specifically was but i mentioned it at some point on recording in front of a microphone that I'm very passionate about solving the bee crisis, and I was just explaining the bee crisis, and oh, I that believe was it's a very episode. important environmental issue. See, you see what I mean? I can't even tell what day is what. It just seems like a very long string of days that I am just sitting here. Okay. Anyway, so you know that the bee crisis, I'm just very passionate about that. I believe it's very important, and so... As we know, the bees are dying due to a large number of factors. We haven't exactly pinpointed like which one is the most important, which one is not that play that much of a factor. There's multiple factors that come into play here, which include uh, an increase in the use of toxic pesticides and also parasites and disease and habitat loss and climate change, amongst many, many others. So even though bees are kind of scary and everyone screams and runs away whenever we see one, They actually pollinate many of the crops that we eat every day, and they're just one of the most pollinators in our ecosystem. So they pollinate potatoes, strawberries, watermelon, oranges, cucumbers, lemons, mangoes, avocados for the millennials, and many, many more. For the millennials. Yes. Shout out to Mr. Orozco. Avocado toast? Yes. He's probably munching on some right now. I don't know, but we love to see it. So by pollinating all of these plants, they allow for their reproduction. But because the bees are dying at increasing rates, this could result in less pollination and then we have less of those crops. And scientists and environmental activists fear that this could greatly impact our agricultural systems, our economy, and even our diets in a negative way. So researchers are finding new ways to pollinate these plants if bees ever do end up going extinct. We hope that they won't because they're very lovely creatures. But if they do, just so that it doesn't have as much of a drastic impact. So a professor at the Japan Advanced Institute of Science and Technology, very fancy, has successfully used soapy bubbles to pollinate a pear orchard or or. Is that how you say it? Orchard? Or- orchard? Orchid? Orchid? Orchid. Like the or- plant, right? But isn't that one? Because it's orchard. Oh, orchard. Orchard. <laughs> let's hope that it's orchard. Let's hope. Orchard. Let's hope. Orchard. 
yes, a pear orchard by delivering pollen grains to flowers using a drone. So I was reading up on this article, and the drone is kind of like a bubble gun. Do you remember like using the bubble guns where you were like I don't know younger, where you were like seven or eight, and it was just like a plastic thing they probably got at the dollar store, and then you put like the bubble soap in it and you shoot it, and the bubbles come out. Yeah, so, they would market those a lot in like outlets. They'd be like screaming at us, like in our face, like with the bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Those bubble guns bring me lots of memories to the 4th of July. I would go crazy with those. But anyway, so the drone acts like these bubble guns. So the it targets the flowers and shoots the bubble at the pollination site of every flower. So and the bubble is then able to give the pollen grains to the flower because it travels to the pollination site and then it distributes the pollen grains to the flower. And the bubbles are really flexible so they don't damage the flowers during the pollination. Before, a lot of researchers have tried to use drones, just the drone by itself, to try to pollinate flowers. But that hasn't been really effective because they ended up destroying the flowers in the process. So the oh. bubbles are soft and they don't hurt the flower. And we'd love to see it. And this technique proved to be much cheaper and much more infected than other non-bee pollination techniques, like the manual techniques, if the bees ever do go extinct. So it seems like a very promising thing. So maybe when we go outside, hopefully not, but maybe when we go outside in the future, we'll see little bubbles flowing around. And we'll know that it's for the flowers. That's so nice. Who would have thought that bubbles would have been the factor that would help bees pollinate? Yes. The same bubbles that a 80-year-old Dana was going absolutely nuts over. I was having such a good time. I felt, I don't know, I felt like a black widow, you know? You I was cool, shooting popular, bubbles everywhere. Wonderful. Yes, I felt like I had my little black widow pistol. And I was just like in that leather suit. And I was like, pew, 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 with the bubbles. I can I can picture you like a, like a small little Dana pi- going haywire with the gun. Yes, with, I was going very haywire. Gun. I was having the best time. I love bubble gun bubble g- guns, not bubble gun. I miss them. I should buy one. I should just go to the dollar store. Mm-hmm. There was a dollar store that just opened up like near near our house. My house, yeah. Like next to know. my house. Maybe I'll visit it and I'll ask mm-hmm. if they have bubble guns. Wait, so, so Dana I can play Black Widow again. Is the soap like regular like dish soap or is it like no? I believe it's like a specific type of soap. I just didn't want to get into the details because I feel like I would confuse everyone. But it's just a special type of soap that can help distribute because the properties of soap, like it's just it's thin enough so that the grains can like float down and like distribute it to Mm -hmm. the area. Yeah, because I was like, I can just put my hand soap inside the gun and pollinate all my flowers <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. A new experiment is coming. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our next segment, Help, I'm Bored. Dana will be talking about, Dana will be participating in this segment with me since my life has been pretty boring and stagnant. So she will take over for today. Yes. So I didn't become aware of this platform until like literally today like as we record but um i've discovered well yeah more like my mom discovered but i also (laughs) discovered in the process this uh free this new free completely free uh streaming platform called canopy canopy with the k because we're modern and the times are changing keep up 
Okay, so Canopy is free to use with a library card. So I'm sure most of you have a library card or, you know, maybe your parents have a library card. I don't know. But it's free to use with a library card. So all you have to do is sign up and you put the library that you go to and you put your library card and your password. And then you just make, like, your own username and password. And then after that, you have, like, a library of all different types of films i noticed that canopy usually has like either like classic films or like doc or like lesser known documentaries but it's mostly indie films but i don't want people to get like turned off by that because i'm sure that most people imagine indie films to be like these super random and boring things Mm -hmm. that critics perceive as art and everyone else perceives as trash but um the movies on there are actually really good and they have i noticed that they had a lot of a24 movies and a24 is one of my favorite i don't know if it's like a production company but it's like movies can be endorsed through that i'm not sure like what the correct term for it i'm pretty sure it's like a movie studio not sure but it's called a24 and they have basically the entire collection of movies from a24 so they have movies like midsummer and ladybird and the lighthouse and hereditary and farewell and moonlight and eighth grade which is great you also watch eighth grade and they just have a lot of movies and they're all really really good so if you're bored today you can just access those movies for free and you know just have a good time watching those movies and there's also i think I think there's also a section where you can, like, specifically look up um, the movies that were, like, nominated for Oscars or won an Oscar. So that kind of filters out things that you might enjoy, might not enjoy. I don't know. But it has really good movies, and I'm excited to use it in the future. That's really good to know because now we have a lot of time. We're going to be binge-watching all these movies for who knows how long because Canopy's free, right? It's not like Netflix where you need to pay for a subscription. Yeah, Canopy's free. I think there's like a limit on like the number of movies that you can stream per day. I think it's like, for me, it's eight. Oh, that's so, a lot. That is a lot. So I don't know whether there's like some sort of policy for that. So I don't know if that's whether it should, it's because it should stay free or like it makes it stay free or if Canopy is just watching out for our mental health and, and physical yeah. health and making sure that we don't just i don't know Mm -hmm. convert into a blob of nothingness but i don't know you that's still a lot of movies that you can watch in a day if you really calculate it a movie's around two each movie's around two hours and two times eight is 16 and 24 24 minus 16 is eight so you and the average amount of sleep that a person should get is eight hours so that's probably why Oh, that's probably why. See, Heidi's doing the calculations. She really does have a big brain energy. <laughs> she is Albert Einstein, who don't recognize him. I only know Heidi. <laughs> that's funny. And also during the quarantine, I've been doing things that a lot of people have been doing, mostly females, but I've heard of men also getting their hair cut by their wives. But I dyed my hair. She sent me the pictures and I died. She I died internally. So I died internally because I wanted Well, to- I guess you could say that you died on <laughs> the outside and on the inside. But um yes, Dana. Yeah, no, I showed the picture to Dana. I was scared as to what she was gonna think of me as if she'll still be friends with me or not. 
<gasps> Do you seriously think that? That's so bad. <laughs> oh my God. Is she still gonna be my friend after I do these stupid things to my hair? Because look, I asked for pastel purple. And you asked for pastel purple and she gave you like a hot pink. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gave me like a hot vibrant pink, like a hot <laughs> Cheeto pink. And the thing is, oh my God. the thing is, my the hairdresser spoke Spanish and I know very little Spanish, but I know like the basics. So I was like, pastel morado, por favor. And she was yes, like, yeah. we love a bilingual queen. <laughs> you should have you could have used Google Translate, just let the lady talk for you. I know that's true. I could have used that. I did try, but she insisted on knowing what I was talking about. So I showed her my phone with the Google Translate, and she's like, No, I know what you're talking about. I'm like, Okay. So I trusted her. I trusted her, right? So I'm like, <laughs> no, her. she betrayed you. She really did betray me because I came out with a hot pink head. Like Dana saw it, and she's you were like OMG, and I was like OMG. But it was a good OMG. We love the transformation. See, I'm too afraid to tie my hair. I feel like it's going to get very damaged, and it's just not going to come uh, back the same. You know, I dyed my hair before when I was maybe in fifth grade, but I didn't keep the dam. My hair wasn't damaged. I just cut it all off afterwards because I just dyed the tips. But my oh, hair wasn't okay. damaged. It was... I will say it was a bit drier than usual, but my hair did not fall out. Like, it was completely fine. Maybe I'll dye. Maybe I'll do, like, an ombre in the future where, like, blends in with my natural hair color and then it fades into, like, I'd be really pretty, like, a balayage. Because what she did for me was she gave me a balayage, but instead of having highlights, she gave me pink. Yeah. She just, she just, I don't know, maybe she just liked the color on you. You told her pastel purple and she was like, no. Not She's today. like, nope, this is better. But the thing is, the style is good. It's just color, and which I already fixed it, so I'm good. Oh, you fixed it? So is it, like, lighter now or something? Um, It's, like, purple. Like a, I'll show you a picture later, but it's, like, purple. Intriguing. Are you one of those people that are like, my hair changes when it's in the sun? My hair color changes in the sun. <laughs> oh, my gosh, no, no, no. Like a my- Wattpad fan fiction. A lot of people Where it's are, like purple eyes. It doesn't make any sense. That that's stupid. You know what? You know what like bothers me is when people are like, I have dark brown eyes, but in the sun they turn green, hazel, purple, hazel, blue, ocean colored. And I'm like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> my totally. Uh, I was my mom was telling me about this radio show where it was like um this lady was trying to get people together it was kind of like a single show where you would like tune in like you would call and you would tell them like the kind of person that you're looking for and like um who you are and stuff so there was this guy and he was like oh my my eyes change color depending on my mood so like when i'm sad they turn blue and when i'm wearing a yellow shirt they turn yellow and when i'm I'm wearing a purple shirt they turn purple and she asked well what if you're really angry and she's like oh well they turn a little red but it's not that noticeable and i was just in shock i'm dead serious this is a thing that a person said in real life and it just had me very confused i don't know if that person grew up reading those strange wattpad fan fictions in which people's eye colors could change every other second that's so I crazy. don't know. Like the mood rings. Oh my gosh. Those are. Yes, they really do off. change like mood rings. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know if that's even true. But if it is true, congratulations. You have some sort of genetic mutation that I'm scared of. Moving on. Very unique. <laughs> Very unique. 
moving on, we have today's motivational quote, and this is by the good old Albert Einstein. King. We love to see him. He's definitely a king. And this is what he said. He said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. I love that. You just gotta gotta keep going. That was literally my motto all of freshman year. I was like, you just have to keep going. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. swimming. In the words of Dory the fish. We love her. Do you I don't know, know if Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen but we De- love her. Ellen DeGeneres boy. De- yeah, I found that out only like last year, and I just didn't know what to make of that information. I was just like, okay, well, this is a thing that exists in the universe. I didn't know how to process it. Just like the tweet that we had in the beginning. Yes. I didn't know how to process it. I just kind of sat with it, digested it, and then, I don't know, just spit it back out, I guess, because I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. – I'm not messing with that. I don't like those two energies clashing. Very different energies. Ellen is like, it's like a threatening energy. Like, it's like she's interviewing you and she's like charismatic and and funny. But she also has like this vaguely threatening aura that I'm scared of. And I don't know if I can trust her. Dory is the complete opposite. We love her. She's still hilarious. But, you know, she just seems very trustworthy and not like that at all. I don't know. They're two very different energies. I don't want them seeing, colliding. And so I take that information and just refuse to associate with it. I pretend I do not see it. I am not one with the Dory and Ellen. Yes. Yes. Moving on, we have our closing. Oh, my gosh. Did I really say that? Did I really say that? (laughs) Moving on, we have our closing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, Thank you for joining us today. Visit our website, which you'll be able to see more information on the stories that we had said today. And follow our Instagram at funtimeswithwdh because there you'll find a picture of me and Dana and our little introduction because with podcasts, you can't see us, but on Instagram, you can see us. So go yes. go there for updates. You can see us. See our beautiful faces see what we actually look like we're not just two strange voices talking to you through whatever medium it is you're using we're real people that exist in real life who would have known i know we're robots just kidding okay no i'm a robot i don't know about you heidi robot yes robot okay well thank you so much and see you next week at wednesday on wednesday so thank you Bye. bye